evening, and welcome back to COG Roleplay. This evening I have Graham. Hello, all. Steve. Good evening, all. Mark. Hey, you guys. <laughs> and Eric. Good evening. I just finished watching that movie yesterday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, so uh, let's grab our D20s. Roll up and see who remembers what happened last week. The Ocho. Ten. I'm going down again. Two. Oh, it looks like it's me. It was a twelve. Steve, what happened last week? Okay, so last week we uh, killed off the last of the hippogriffs and then uh, followed the bloody trail of the fighter we were searching for through the rest of the cave structure out into. some kind of forested area. Uh, we followed a path until we got to what appeared to be some form of ruins. Uh, and then we talked about the group that we were using as meat shields. Uh, Hesha was no longer comfortable with sending them ahead. So the rogue volunteered to go in and get a little bit of recon for us. Well, he spotted somewhere in the neighborhood of 12 orcs in the courtyard of this ruin. After he got back and let us know that, uh, we also found out that he fought at his compatriot, and they were dead. So the group we were helping left, and we began to devise a plan to deal with all of these orcs. Um, our bard, Barian, used his magic to convince the orcs to start fighting amongst themselves, started a big mosh pit in the courtyard of this ruin, and once the majority of them were fighting, we started opening fire to draw them towards the gates, and uh, killed a bunch of them, and that's kind of where we're at. We can't hear you, John. Let's turn the mic on first, and then we'll start talking. (laughs) There you go. Grand plan. (laughs) All right, we'll uh, commence with the combat. And it is two last orcs in the Order's turn as they rush up towards Nulfri and Hesha. The first orc will attack Hesha and does seven hit. Seven does not hit, but I am going to utilize one of my superiority dice to smack him with a riposte. All right. Does 22 hit. 22 does hit. All right. Uh, I'm using my shield because I remember I threw my flail into the crowd. And that is 10 damage. All right. Tell me how that orc is dead. He runs in to attack me. I deftly dodge out of the way and then backhand him in the face with uh, with my shield. And the beak of the crow catches him in the eye. And caves his skull in, and he crumples to the ground. All right. And the second orc will go for Nalfrey. And does ten hit Nalfrey. Not a chance. All right. Now it's Hesha's turn. Uh, Hesha is going to... What do we got? One left? You have two left. Two left. Okay. I'm pretty confident that... uh, Nulfri can take care of the one in front of him. So Hesha is going to grab the great axe off his back and take a big two-handed swing at the last orc and I leave him cleft in twain. Because 23 hits. 23 makes contact. Oh my. That is 15 damage. Alright, so you've cleft him in twain? As you describe, hit him in the side of the neck and just cleave through. Okay, Darius, there is one orc left standing in front of Nulfri. There's only one remaining. All right, I will uh, pull out my um, warhammer and take a swing. Uh, well, no, that's not going to hit nine. Well, that sucks. But I still have spiritual weapon active, so for my bonus action, uh, fifteen to hit. Fifteen hits. All right. Nine damage. 
explain how your spiritual weapon destroyed this poor orc. Can't always do the same thing, clefting people in twain and chopping off heads. It gets stale after a while. So this time, the axe does a loop-de-loop, comes up from behind, and severs them in the groin. All right. All right. There is now a mass pile of dead orcs in this uh, courtyard. Okay, so let's make sure that they're all dead, like stab the ones on the ground. Okay. Okay, so who got hit? Hesha got hit, Nelfringer got hit, and Varian got hit. Correct. But damage wasn't too bad. Uh, Hesha's all right. Yeah, I took fewer than 10% of my hit points. All right, you're fine. You can walk it off. Yeah, uh, I took 7 out of 36. You're fine. It's not even 25%. (laughs) All right. So are we going to examine what's going on here in this uh, set of runes? Oh, no, wait. We need to find the fighter, um, the the dead dwarf. Yes, we need to do that. But we also should uh, actually do the adventurer thing and uh, search all of the runes and loot as much as we possibly can. Well, sure. The dead dwarf's not going to get any more dead. I can't argue with that logic. Well, well hang on. Um, Who's the fastest? Probably Varian? Uh, Hesha and I have the same speed. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking that I could, as a um, friendly gesture towards our meat shields, I could cast Gentle Repose on the corpse of their dead friend, which would then preserve it for ten days and give them more opportunity to seek out resurrection. But someone's going to have to go catch them because they were uh, leaving. Goose? I'm going to try messaging them, or I'll try to message uh, the rogue. If they're within 120 feet, I'll just try messaging them and say, we slaughtered all the orcs. Uh, If you want to collect the body of your fallen companion, you can come back. All right, well, you attempt that, yes. I don't get a reply? Do not get a reply. All right, uh, I'll uh, start running back, and every round I'll try casting the same message. So. 60 feet. Every time, every round I'll get 60 feet, and I'll try the the message again. Alright, but by the time you get to... When do, when do you want to stop running? Uh... If you get to the mouth of the cave... And yeah, if I get to the mouth of the cave, anyone, yeah. Forget it. And I, and I can't get them, then uh, I'll, I'll come back. We've, right. If he's cast Gentle Repose, then we can bring the body back to the town if we want to. If yeah, we want close to. enough. Alright. So as he's gone back and do what you three doing? Looting. Doing the adventurer thing. <laughs> Where? Looting. Uh, well, I'm for me. interested in this temple. I'm going to go case the, I guess, 4A, 4D, and 4 whatever. Okay. Uh, you walk into the temple, Darius? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to stop at 4D. Yep. Okay. I'm going to pull up my wand of secrets and look for traps. Okay. You do not find any traps. So I'll I'll expend a charge on the wand. Nothing? Okay. Um, Is there an altar at the end there, like a statue or something? Yeah. And then there's stairs going, what looks like they go down. Yeah. The altar. Each set of stairs looks like it goes to a little landing. All right. Well, I will search the um, inside of the the temple. All right. Investigation. Investigation. Uh, so that is a 17. 17. As you walk into what looks like to be the one bedroom to the south of the... On 4G? Yep. There is a lockbox. Okay. How big is it? Uh, fair size. Five feet by three. Oh, well, it's pretty big then. You You may recall that... Varian has told you that he can unlock locks magically. Uh, yeah, well, I wasn't going to try it um, in case it's trapped. I want someone else to try it. Oh, whoa, I said the quiet part loud and a lot of part quiet. <laughs> what if it's a mimic? Oh, I hope it's a mimic. Oh, my God, that would be great. Um, okay, uh, so I'll leave that. I, can I pick it up? Is it heavy or? It, it's some weight to it, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll leave it there for the moment. What's in 4F? Any, or did I look in there? 
You looked in there. There's okay, so the only notable thing I've found is this lockbox. The only notable thing you found is the chest in 4G. All right, so I will... Hey, Baron! He doesn't answer. I'll use Thaumat... Oh, that's right, he ran away. Hesh is going to check out... Uh, looks like there's a room at 1B. Yes. So I'm going to check that out, and then check out the half-collapsed building at 3B. Uh, 1B, it's a broken staircase that looks like it leads up to the mechanisms for the ramparts. Okay. Would have been there at one time. Oh, there's a wall. So it's a wall. guardhouse. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go to the collapsed building, check out around there. And 3B? Yeah. Uh, I got 11 on my investigation to see if I can find anything. All right. You find a chest. Okay. Um, lock? You try to open it? Well, is there a lock on it? There is a lock on it, yes. Okay. Can I pick the chest up? Yes. I will carry the chest out into the courtyard. Yep. And put it down, and then look around to see what everybody else is doing. Okay. Uh, have I managed to make it to the mouth of the cave yet? You are at the mouth of the cave, and you still have not received an answer. And then, okay, so I'll turn around and hoof it back. I, I rolled a um, 17 for my religion. What what god is this temple dedicated to? <laughs> there are no signs of a specific god. Really? Yeah. Blas- blasphemy. Whatever monument or statue that's there at the center has been destroyed. Uh, whatever tapestries that were there are tattered and unrecognizable. Okay. The local government is a menace. There wasn't anything down the stairs, like behind the altar there. It goes down? Uh, It's a cubby. Oh, just storage? Storage, yeah. All right, well, I'll go back out into the courtyard then. Keep wandering around. What's that that 3E? Casket or? Well, are you going to go look? I'm going to wander over to 3E. It's a, 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 a... It's a casket. Sarcophagus? (laughs) Yes, it's a sarcophagus. All right. Um, Is there any writing on it? Any? Uh, It just looks like a carving of a warrior holding a sword. Hey, guys, want to loot this grave? Oh, I'm in for grave looting. I'm a warrior. (laughs) I have used a sword in the past. All right. Fucking grave robbers. Now, it does bear uh, the question, lads, why didn't the orcs loot all this? Looting is like kind of the orc way of life. I believe the long answer to that question is maybe being as orcs aren't generally known for their intelligence, they didn't really look around too much. Uh, Possibly they just got here. Well, no, someone slaughtered all them dwarves in the cave last week. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, uh, and then there was this fighter adventure meat shield business, so they've been around a bit. But anyway, regardless. Were there any corpses in any of the areas where we found stuff that could be looted? No. Where, where's the corpse of the dwarf fighter? In the center of the grounds. Like at number two? Yeah. Okay. The center, the center of the cook pot. <laughs> um. All right. Let's try to open this uh, sarcophagus. All right. Roll your strength. So, uh, uh I'll, I'll assist Hesha so we get to advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, does seventeen open it? You start seeing water pouring out of it. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not worried about it now. We're not in an enclosed room. <laughs> yeah, it opens it up. All right, shove the lid off. It is a dusty ass dead guy. What's he got? A glowing trident. Ooh. Oh. Um. Let's whoa, see. hang on. That seems like it's seated there for a specific individual in the group. Group <laughs> <laughs> table. All right, I'm going to reach in and take hold of Glowing Trident. It is a plus one trident. D6. Single-handed. D8 versatile. Okay. 
Uh, Hesha will strap it to his back beside his other trident. Anything else in the uh, sarcophagus? No, just that dead dude. Okay. Hesha's going to point at the trident and be like, anybody want this? Not my style. Yeah. No free, would you like my other trident? It's handy. Uh, yes. Barian, you now enter into the courtyard. Okay. I will rejoin the others since they seem to be clustered over this grave they're robbing. Oh, I, hey, Barian, come. You gotta, you gotta try to pick this lock I found. I can unlock one thing today. Sounds great. Come this way. Mmm, we have two things. <laughs> well, we can either stay here for the night and I can unlock another one in the morning. My Warhammer's good at opening doors. And locks. Alright, Melfry, you and I are gonna deal with this chest while they deal with that thing in there. Alright, I'll go with Darius. Okay, we'll go back to 4G. Okay. And I will cast Knock on it. Well, first I'll check to see if it opens before I cast any. I'll investigate to see if it's locked or not before I cast anything. It is locked. Okay, I will cast Knock on it, and I'll say, let's step back a few feet, and I'll use my mage hand to open it so that if it blows up, we're not standing right next to it. Okay. So you open up this chest... And nothing happens. All right, let's take a look at what's inside. Let's let's go looting. Inside, you find... That's dumb. You're not finding that. <laughs> the deck of many things. <laughs> not giving you that at all. We spend I'm the next of... three episodes just pulling cards out of the deck, not getting anywhere. <laughs> I guarantee we're all dead within 30 seconds. Yes. You find a potion. Ooh, potion. Does it look vaguely reminiscent of the potions my companions have had for healing? Confidence. No. Whoa, wait a minute. I have identified. I can figure out what it is. I'm just seeing if I know what it is just by looking at it. Uh, It looks similar, yeah. Okay. Hold on to that. Is there anything else in there? Yes, a bag. Ooh, I'll grab a bag. the bag. Uh, pick up the bag. Yep. yep. Uh, if I do an, does it look like it's enchanted? It is. It is a not can- like. What does it what do? Canvas bag. What's oh, a canvas bag? Just a canvas bag. Okay, I was it's wasn't sure if it was going to end up being a bag of holding or something. You got to do what you need to do to find that out. Okay, fair enough. I can do identify on anything. It just takes ten minutes. I don't have to use up a spell slot. So what about what about a arcana roll? Would that work? An arcana roll should tell me whether or not it's enchanted. I'll give her a go. Uh, 13? Bag is enchanted. Bag is enchanted? Yeah. Okay. Then I'll identify it later. All right. Once I I know everything I have to identify, I'll identify everything. So it's just a bag and a potion? Yeah. If you identify the potion, the potion is a potion of superior healing. What's in the bag? Nothing. What's in the box? We'll we'll get to that once I know everything I have to identify. It's going to take time. Okay. It's... 8d4 plus 8 hit points when drank. Okay. 8d4 plus 8 hit points. That's a spicy meatball. All right, so let's head back out to the courtyard where these other two are probably smashing their way through that other chest. All right. As you guys destroy the chest. (laughs) Just a lot. Okay. A key with a question mark worked into the head. Falls out. Hmm. Falls out of the lock? Falls out of the chest. Here's your key of night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope so. Uh, is there anything else in the chest? No, just that key. Just the key? Alright, now pick the key up, smell it, hand it to uh, no free milling. You got any idea what that is? Other than the key? Is it made of stone? Can I use my stone cutting? No, <laughs> it's made of stone. It's made of iron. No, I don't have any idea. Uh, either you guys know what this is? I can take a look at it and see. Somebody locked the key in the chest. Oh, to be something. I've done that before. Uh, I'll yeah. roll an arcana to see if it's enchanted. It is a enchanted key. Okay. Uh, then, since I only have three items to identify right now, I'll just, instead of taking half an hour to do it, are we planning on taking a night's rest anytime soon? or? Yeah, it's getting late. It's getting dinner time. 
if we're going to stay here for the night, then I'll just burn through my remaining level ones, and I'll just identify the stuff I've got. Okay. Well, we're not, um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're not done. There's still still some other areas. There's 4C okay. and 3D and 3C. Very well, then. Okay, then and I'll spend 10 minutes, and I will cast uh, Identify as a Ritual to find out what the bag is. Okay, it is a bag of holding. That's what I was hoping for. Right, we can put a canoe in that. Nice. No, but we can put a lot in there. Uh, and I'll send, take another ten minutes to identify the key. The key is... Is that chart? Oh, hey, give me that chart. A mystery key. Mystery key. The key has a 5% chance of unlocking any lock into which it is inserted to. Nice. Once unlocked, the key disappears. Oh, so successful use. Okay. One-time use. Skeleton key, basically. Yeah. With, with a really shitty chance. It does. <laughs> but if we have no way to open something, and we need to get it open, got to give her a go, right? Just do it no, 20 it's... times. Like Okay. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Called the mystery key? Mystery key. When it works, it disappears. So who wants to be the person who holds all our stuff from now on? Because this bag will hold just about anything. 500 pounds. 500 pounds of stuff. So we can put a canoe in there. There's a, you well, got to you gotta, you gotta be able to get it in the mouth of the uh, bag. <laughs> we'll take the canoe apart and just put the pieces in. All right. Um, what is at 4C? I will wander over there. Uh, I will go with it. Nothing. It's more uh, vegetation. Uh, 4C? Yeah. 4B and 4C look like there's something at the edge of the... Stairs. Of the structure. Oh, so... To the second portion of that landing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Did anyone investigate 4F? Yes. Okay. So Uh, the only thing left is is 3E and 3C. 3C? Yeah. Yeah. 3C is a desecrated statue. Uh, I'm going to search around the statue and see if there's any little hidden alcoves or anything. Probably not going to find it uh, with a 4. Okay. Has uh, 3B been lucked into? Yes. Okay. That's where we got the chest. Oh, okay. And 3D has been looked into? We haven't looked there yet. Okay. I'll, I'll go over to the graveyard and start looking around there. Uh, it looks like it's just a sitting area. A park. It's just stone on the ground. Uh, there's six stone pillars with a dome over top. Oh. Oh, like down under the bridge in Point Edward. Oh, we could sleep there then. Or we actually could sleep in the temple. What, what are we going to do with all these orc corpses? Uh, I'm suggesting, like, it's not super far. We could probably just huff it back to our wagon and camp with the wagon. That's probably a good idea. All, all our stuff's really just sitting on the road right now. Right. Have you guys all right. looted all the orcs to make sure they don't have anything worthwhile? Yep. I haven't looked through the corpses yet. We should do that before we leave. I did it while Varian was on his hike back to the cave. Okay. All right, then. I guess we should uh, head out of here. Are you bringing the dead fighter with you, too? Yes. We want to. Just in case they're at the road, if they're not at the road waiting for us, then uh, there's bushes there, too. Well, we can always, you know, <laughs> we can do something a bit nicer than that. Well, they came from Lork, mm-hmm. which is that way. And we need to go that way. So, I mean, we can discuss it when we get back to the road and camp, but... Uh, I'm willing to haul the corpse to the road and see if they're still there. If they're not, we'll discuss what to do from that point. All right. Fair enough. All right, so you guys are traveling back to where you entered the cave? Yep. Frost gauntlet. Omelets. We're right. Collect, right. We're going to collect giant eggs. Yeah. Eggs. Grab the eggs. <laughs> Can we right. take the eggs into the bag of holding? Yeah, it's a great idea. Uh, oh, we can squeeze them in there. Yeah, I'll say they're just under two foot wide. 
And because the bag of holding technically is another dimension, will it prevent them from spoiling? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. Um, in Europe, they don't refrigerate eggs. You buy them at the store on the shelf. Oh. And these ones haven't been washed, so the, the coating on them has disappeared. So they should be good for a couple days at least. Protective cloaca coating. All right. So as you emerge out of the cave, you notice the three travelers there. All right. Uh, I will head over and let them know that uh, we reco- we managed to recover the, the body of their companion so that they can give them a proper uh, burial or whatever they feel they need to do with it. With her. Thank you very much. Also, everything's cleared out, so you can feel free to go back to Lork and collect your bounty. Thank you again with that help. I don't know how we can repay you. You can give us that 600 gold pieces. They did that already. <laughs> um. Okay. Have any of you been across the desert? Once. Do you have any advice? Uh, spend the money. On? Travel. Okay. Uh, Lalork has developed a small town just this side of the desert and on the other side. They have created... Ships, right? They're working on ships. Yeah, ships that are can go across the sand. Okay. Don't walk it. Definitely spend the money. Uh, understood. What is the uh, price of said ships? Uh, it was 250 to get across. Per person? Per party. All right. That's economy? What's, what's first class? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, and definitely stop at the oasis halfway through. You will enjoy it. Oh, sounds like fun. Really good meat pies. Go for a meat pie. Right after you see the barber. Mm. Uh, <laughs> barber of Seville. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, are they taking off then? They are going to take off, yeah. They rested enough. They feel they can make it back to Lolo. Oh, here's your buddy. One leg missing. No, we picked that up, didn't we? So we got all the pieces. Uh, Graham, did you cast the spell to preserve it for ten days? Uh, now that they're here and they're taking it, I will cast Gentle Repose. All right. And I will explain that the target is protected from decay for a period of ten days. It can't be raised and become a zombie. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Sit you. Says the gods. More importantly, says the player's handbook. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so you guys are resting overnight? Yep. Drinking your cider? Yes, Mm -hmm. having some celebratory cider. Yes, yeah, we can tap one of those kegs. (laughs) Esha, are you going to parcel out that 600 gold to the rest of us? Yep, it's 150 each. Was off uneventful. I'm going to, I'm going to, who's holding the bag of holding? Currently, I am, because I'm the one who identified it. So, I'm going to give you the key of mystery, or mystery key, or whatever it's called. And I just toss it in there until we need it. Is there anything that anyone's holding onto right now that they don't really care to hold onto anymore? Or they just want stored in the bag? Your other trident, you could throw it in there. There you go. Yeah, uh, the the mundane trident, I'll toss it in the uh, bag of holding. I'm keeping a list of what's in the bag so we don't forget. Good idea. I'll actually look at Barry and be like, you want, you want this? It served me well for a while. I'm not proficient in that kind of weapon, I don't think. Uh, I teach you how to use it. I can use simple weapons and hand crossbows. <laughs> Hold stick, stab dude with pointy end. Yeah. I just envisioned the montage of... Training montage. Eighties <laughs> montage. I have a tiger playing in the background. If it was I think a spear, it just... would qualify as a simple weapon. But you add those two extra tines, then it becomes a martial melee weapon. Oh, is it? I was just looking that up. No, I think the next place we go to, I'm going to look for a hand crossbow so that I can uh, make use of some ranged attacks. <laughs> there you go. No, I'm thinking the montage in Robin Hood Men of Tights. <laughs> 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 So day breaks, 
bright sunny day, little bit of clouds, and we have omelets. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna try cracking one of those eggs and see what comes out. Making <laughs> a nice breakfast. You guys are making breakfast. Might as well. We got cider. We got eggs. Potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, we've got all kinds of food stuffs in the cart. So, don't even so know how what's far? In there. How far along was this giant eagle egg? Is there like a half-formed giant eagle in there, or is it mostly egg? <laughs> well, let's take a look. Oh, it's mostly egg. All right, we're having breakfast, boys. Crack it open, get attacked by eagle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't think it would be that far along. <laughs> Crack it open, and all of a sudden we're mama. <laughs> <laughs> Great, we can train it. <clears throat> get Hesha to sit on the other one, so we can hatch what? it. We could do that. I have animal handling. So does Hesha, oddly enough. So do I. So after breakfast, you guys start packing up. Yeah. Yes. Continuing on your trek. Yes. Well, continue, Mark. I'm going to use it as background noise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As you guys are traveling, it's been a week and a half. Well, about a week and a half since you left Lalork. Uh All the nights have been uneventful. And then you start hearing noises coming from what looks like to be a outpost just outside the Lonely Moor. Okay. As you guys travel closer, you start seeing a wall and two, what looks like to be two guard towers watching a gate. There. The noise you hear is what sounds like people sawing wood, people moving wood, and then as you get to the gate, you start seeing shit masts. Alright, I think we found our destination. We can enter the this uh, town? Yes. Okay, the gate's open. Gates are open. You can see people hustle and bustle in the town. Sort of hullabaloo, if you will. Alright. <laughs> so, uh, there's probably, if if there's a business taking people back and forth across the Anarok Desert, it's probably not that difficult to find. No. Follow the ship mess. Yep. The colorful sails. Uh, the town doesn't look really well established. So there's like no inns. There's no stores. It's mostly a makeshift dock. No crown and anchor, eh? Oh my god. They're truly primitive, primitive lands. Good thing we brought our own cider. I know. Even that cult was set getting a crown and anchor. <laughs> They're really yeah, missing out. And as you guys are traveling through the outpost, there is two ships looking like they're offloading passengers and all their cargo. I uh, guess I'll go forward and see uh, what it takes to hire transport across the desert then. Yeah, tickets. How much are tickets? So roll your investigation to hunt down the ticket booth. That is, that is a 14. You see a, just a little makeshift hut just off to the side in small letters. It says tickets. <laughs> That'll be it. Half off tickets. Tickets tonight. Just like in Vegas. Or it's like the ticket booth at the Bridgen Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have posted fare rates and whatnot or? Uh, yep. It's, uh, numerous packages. Uh, Ventures groups up to four with cargo, 250 gold. That's the one, then. Uh, and then so on and so forth. There is no economy class or first class. Communism. We're all the same. Or uh, Southwest. Next, <laughs> Southwest. Next ship leaves in 12 hours. 12 hours? Guessing we're in a hurry, right, guys? Yeah, we want to catch up with Lord Godfrey. Uh, so I guess it's 62 gold and 5 silver apiece. Okay. Pay for our group. Plus our cargo. So that, that uh, actually, I'll go up to the, the booth and make sure that means our cart can come with us. Yes, it's like a giant ferry with sail. Perfect. 
Uh, and I'll ask what the travel time to the other side of the desert is with a stop at the Oasis. Uh, it takes about two weeks to get across the whole desert. Uh, the Oasis stop is about a week after. Mostly it's just there to relieve the guy that's casting the spells. That's the City of Shade? Uh, no. No, oh, that's something different. Okay. City of Shade's a different, different spot. Oh, okay. So, like, almost dead center of the trip, like, just above the S in Shadow, in Emperor of Shadow, or Empire of Shadow. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's about halfway. All, All right. right. So, if everyone ponies up there, they're 6250. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'll fire over 6250. And Loch Ness Monster can. All right, you guys get your tickets. Your set time. And your room number. Hmm. Hate when your hands are slippery and you're trying to grab a D4. D4s are annoying. <laughs> there we go. <clears throat> so, you're just hanging around the outpost for the 12 hours? Yeah, tie everything down, pack everything up, whatever we need to do for loading onto the boat. Sand ship. Does Look. this... uh? Sandship have food that it provides, or we're we providing our own food for this voyage. Providing your own food for the voyage. That we should take some of the stores we have on there and pack them in the bag of holding, and then we just carry it around with us. Yeah, yeah. But two weeks worth of supplies into the bag of holding. Then I'm assuming we ate the other egg on the way through the <laughs> on our ten days. Yeah, took the morning and had another big omelet. Yeah, only monster omelet. Okay, so we have no more giant eagle eggs. Alright. So, loading in, it t- starts an hour before departure. As long as there's no place for me to buy a hand crossbow around here. But you no. said there was no stores, right? Yeah, okay. Stores. No. Yep, so just wait and load up when we're allowed to load up. And... You find your four-bunk cabin. It is sort of spacious for sure. the dwarves. Mm-hmm. So somewhat not spacious for the dragonborn. What about the halfling? Well, the halfling has no problem. Yeah, jerks. <laughs> the half halfling. Half halfling. All right, you hear a giant bell ring. Did you guys examine the boat at all, or you guys just stay in your room? Yeah, we'll go out. I'll go out like on the top deck and watch as we leave. You know, yeah. like on a cruise ship. Check it out. As long as it went through like a sandstorm, I don't have a problem being on deck. Hesh is a lizard. He needs to bask in the sunlight. <laughs> Alright, as you guys are on the deck, you hear the bell ring, and then you hear people scurrying about the ship, and then you see what looks like to be two people standing right at the, uh, I want to call it the steering wheel, but I know that's not the proper name. The yoke. The tiller? No, not the tiller. The wheel? Yeah, stands at the wheel, and then hold their arms out, and then you can see physical, the wind pick up in the sails, and the boat starts sailing off. Like, in the sand? In the sand, yeah. So, if anyone wants to row Arcana, figure out what's going on. I'll give it a shot. I rolled a one. Oh, I got a six. Take that. You don't know anything. And I know nothing. Because why would I? (laughs) You never know. You could have seen this magic before. That dude channels weather. (laughs) And let's roll this die. So your trip. Your first four days are uneventful. You walk around the cabin, you walk around the boat, chat up with people. Is it a, is it full? Like the boat is full of passengers? To capacity, yeah. You know, buffet. Oh no, you supply your own food. Uh, <laughs> there's no captain's chair, table. And then you start feeling the boat slow down. Who will be where? It's midday. Hesh is likely outside because the room is cramped. Yeah. 
Yeah, Darius will probably be up on deck as well. All right. Darius will be up there, too. Roll perception. Ah, finally. (laughs) Five. Twenty-six. Okay. Six. Awesome. Sixteen. Awesome. So Hesha and Darius see three giant scorpions. Please define giant. A large beast. Like dog size, horse size. Hippo. Hippo. Hippo Like legs to legs are probably about ten feet wide. Oh. Uh, Okay, so where are the scorpions? Uh, At the bow of the boat. Oh, they've climbed onto the boat. Well, they're just just off like 30 feet in front of the boat. Oh, the The boat's going to run them down. Cool. I want to see this. No, the boat's slowing down. The boat's not running them over? Like, what the heck? No, because they hit something at speed. They wrecked the boat. They don't have a cow catcher. They need a ram. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Um, all right. Um, so, uh, surely there are crew on board this boat that are doing something. Uh, the magic users are stopped using their magic at the wind and are going towards the bow of the boat. And you start seeing them fire fireballs. Oh, cool. We get transport and a show. (laughs) How dangerous are giant scorpions, really? Like, we're on a ship. A sand ship, and they're down there. Are you questioning? Yeah, do I do I know? Um, what would that be? Um, survival. Sorry, what was the question again, Graham? So I, I want to see if Darius remembers anything about how dangerous giant scorpions are. That's a intelligence role or a nature role or intelligence. Just a intelligence role. Ooh, fifteen. They are dangerous. They are not all that strong, but they are dangerous. Poison. I got poison resistance. It's all well and good for the dwarves. Sure is. All right, you see one fireball, miss them. But you then see a second fireball, almost obliterate one. Cool. Um, How far... So we're standing up near the bow of the boat then? How far away from the scorpions is Darius? Uh, Darius is about 40 feet away. Oh, okay. Well, I'll attack one of the scorpions with chill touch. Got a long range. Uh, 13 to hit. 13 misses. Oh. All right. Is the other scorpion within five feet? Yes. Oh, sweet. I can get on one, too. Well, that'll miss. 11 to hit. It misses as well. Uh, I guess maybe I should leave this up to the professionals. I will try insulting them. Okay. So they have to uh, succeed on a 15 wisdom de- uh, save DC. Or the one, anyway. You bastards! And go ahead and mock them. <laughs> nice. Uh, you called that surviving fireballs? That'd be <laughs> one damage. It's a bad, it's a bad insult so for, for one damage. Alright, everybody, anybody else want to take a free action before? I'll fire an arrow at uh, one of them. Let's say I'll fire. I'm gonna fire an arrow at the most damaged one. Okay. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen hits. Five. All right, Delfry. Sure. Let's uh fire. Am I uh over or under thirty away? Over forty. Or you're over thirty. Long range then. All right. Seven. So eleven or eight. Eight to hit. Eight misses. Yeah. All right. Tougher than I thought. All right. Initiative. The one I insulted has disadvantage on its next attack. <laughs> Good for something. All right. Hesha. Six. Darius. Thirteen, baby. Nelfry. Nineteen. Barian. Twenty-one. All right. All righty. So, Barian, your turn, sir. Okay. If I put a center of shatter between two of them, I can probably get both of them in a 10-foot circle? No, they are... uh, Well, one was within five feet of the other for chill touch. Yeah, so, yeah, you can get them in a 10-foot if you hit in between them. Okay. 
Uh, I'll go for the one that's most damaged and the one next to it. Uh, they have to succeed on a constitution saving throw against my spell save DC of 15. That one failed. That one failed. Ooh, awesome. So 3d8 damage. Oh my god. 7 damage. I am rolling falls for damage tonight. No free. No free. Fire again, I guess. Because uh, I'm not in stabbing range, right? No, not yet. Yeah, I'm not going to jump off the boat. <laughs> All right. Ooh, that's a natural 20. Ooh. That, that's a hit. Six. Which one are you hitting, Nuffrey? Whatever's closest to me. Yeah. A dozen damages. A dozen damages. Mm-hmm. All right, so that one is dead. Hey! And, well, he's dead. And the scorpions will scurry to the boat and start cl- How many were there? There were three altogether. Okay. So they do have a 10-foot climb to be able to get to the deck. Okay. And it is Darius's turn. All right. I will cast Guiding Bolt on the scorpion on the left. Okay. That is 18 to hit. 18 hits. All right. Eighteen damage. Okay. He is going to try to do firebolt again. Or fireball, I guess. And he makes that save. And it's Hesha's turn. Uh I'm going to run in and stab with credit. You're gonna jump off the Huh? I thought they said they climbed up. They gotta they have a ten foot climb before they get to the deck. No, oh, alright. Then I'm going to shoot with bow. Okay. 18? 18 hits. 9. Alrighty. And the mage does another firebolt, and that scorpion dodged, and now it's back up the barion. Alright, I'm going to cast Bane on these two. Uh, they need to save... Uh, they need to make a charisma save against a 15. That one failed. That one failed. Okay, they have minus 1d4 to their attacks and saving throws. Uh, until I lose concentration, and I will give inspiration to Pesha, because I think they go, I think they go after Nulfri. Alright, Nulfri soon. Am I in stabbing range? Not yet. Alright, fire again. Okay. 18 to hit. 18 hits. 4 damage. Okay, okay. Now they climb up and they are on deck. And, oh shoot, there's five of you there. Six of you there. And the one scorpion tries to hit the one mage with a stinger. And that misses him. Then he tries to do two claw attacks. He crits the one claw and misses the second. Whoa. Not good for the wizard. Mm -mm. No. You may need to pay, play Medic there, uh, Darius, if we want to keep the ship moving afterwards. And that guy takes damage. Oh, he'll probably be poisoned. No, claw damage. Oh, okay. Slashing or whatever. Bludgeoning. And the second scorpion will go after... Barian. So, he's doing two claw attacks, one crit, and one... 19 to hit. That's with a minus D4? Oh, yes, the minus D4. So, 17 hits the first one. 18. Yeah. And uh, 18 hits the second one. Yeah, those both hit. Take three off the first claw. Okay. 10 off the second claw. 10. Jeez. Yeah. And then he's going for a stinger hit. Damn it. Oh, I got to roll the D4 again. So, that is 16. Yeah, it still hits. Make a constitution saving throw? No, that's a four. Oh my god. I'm going to die, aren't I? You're going to have a good day. Take 22 points of poison damage? Oh my god. Roll this damage. (laughs) I have one hit point left. Okay, so Burian's down. I have one hit point left. I'm not dead. Uh, You also took four (laughs) damage the actual hit. From, from the singer? Okay. 
Yeah, no, I've got no hit points now. Oh, piercing damage first, then the poison. 22 poison, 4 piercing. Uh-oh. Uh, okay. Darius's turn. Now, when we were fighting in the basement at the um, uh, Treehorn Estate, uh, uh, Barian also fell below zero, and I was able to give him some hit points, and that brought him, snapped him out of it. Okay, so, uh, but the scorpions are now here. Mm-hmm. So I guess I will, <laughs> I will attack with Chill Touch. Ah, ten to hit. That probably misses. Ten to hit. God damn it. All right. Um, this is again. Yes. I, I'm not. I, I've missed four times in a row now. Um, I will use. Where is it here? Healing word on Barian as a bonus action, and he will get seven hit points back. There we go. That's better. But I don't know how the poison mechanic works. You're probably poisoned and losing hit points, right? Uh, it depends on the poison, I think. It doesn't tell me a continuing on. Yeah, it won't do ongoing unless it specifies. Oh, okay. Because I can cure just, poison, but if that's it, not necessary, then. It just really sucks. <laughs> I bet. All right, the mage, or the wizard, throws out is staff, because it's right there, and misses. Hesh's turn. Uh, now I'm going to charge in and stab with trident. Okay. Uh, does 15 hit. 15 hits. Nice. 10 damage. To which one? Um, whichever one looks most hurt. Okay. Get as many Get as many uh, players off the field as we can as quick as possible. Uh, you know what? I'm actually going to use my action, sur- action surge and hit with my shield as a follow-up. Okay. Does 14 hit? 14 misses. Damn. Nope. At least now we know they got a 15 AC. And the second wizard misses on that. So it's back up the Barian. Yeah. Um, run. <laughs> I, if I run, they'll attack me. I, they oh, get an yeah. attack of opportunity, and I have, don't have any hit points. <laughs> Only if they're adjacent to you. You can Well, just one attacked hate. me, so it's oh, adjacent yeah, I guess to so. <laughs> Yep. Fair enough. Ignore what I said. Can't you use the disengage maneuver? Is that a thing? For rogues. It's a, yeah, it's a thing for rogues. Ooh. Never mind. Or uh, the maneuverable feet. There's no way I can use shatter without hitting other people. Without hitting people, right? It's a ten foot circle. Well, these creatures are ten foot themselves. Yeah, you can you can target one, and it will take up the ten foot circle. Okay, this some bitch that just killed me. Yep. I'm gonna try on him. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Constitution saving throw for fifteen. Con, con, con. Get plus two to con. He made it. Damn. Okay, so he takes half damage. Okay. Better roll better than I did last time. That's better. That's not. And that's better. Okay, so it was 17, so half of 17. All right, so... so I, I don't know whether you round up or down, so... So tell me how this spell destroyed this scorpion. Oh, so uh, Shatter is uh, Thunder, so... The noise just comes in and crushes in down on the the skull of the scorpion. Just crushes it as I play on my loot. Take that, you bastard. And now that I'm no longer in uh, combat with one of these things, I'm backing up. Okay. I'm backing up (laughs) enough that the next one can't get me. Okay. No free. Well, uh, I see a scorpion. I want to kill it. Okay. Attack with the blood sword. Uh, no. So let's use an action surge and do it again. <laughs> there we go. That's a crit. All right. Not great. Uh, let's see. Eight, nine, twelve damage. Okay. The champion background's really paying off. At one twenty, but all those nineteens count as crits. Nice. Oh, that's true. 
Alrighty, so the scorpion is going to attack Darius now. Two claws. Oh, we got to roll minus four still. Or roll a d4 still. Actually, hold on. I took a ton of damage on different attacks. I gotta maintain concentration. Yeah, you, you died once. Oh yeah, that's it. I lost concentration. Bane's gone. Yeah. So he missed once and hit once. A, I'm assuming a 21 hits, right? 21 will hit. Alright. And take 7 damage. Okay. And he's gonna try to hit you with the stinger. And... Does 12 hit? Does not. All right. Missed you with the snare. Good thing. Bah, I can take it. <laughs> You'd only take half damage from the poison. <laughs> yes. All right, actually, it would be a quarter, because I, I you have to roll, right? You have to hit you. Yeah, so, if you fail your constitution save, then you take damage. If you pass it, you don't take any damage. No, if you pass it, you take half. Oh, I thought you didn't take any. Oh, okay. But he also has to hit him to prompt for that. What was it? It was, what, 22? So if I make the roll successfully, it would be 11. But yeah. then dwarves have resistance to poison damage. Would that get cut in half again, so it would only yeah. get five. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So anyway, that's that's that. So it is now the wizard's shot. He missed that again. And it's Hesha's shot. Uh, stab with the trident again. Uh, that's a 14, so that misses. Yep. These dice suck. Uh, and that mage missed too. Or wizard mage. So, Barian, now that you are away from the fight... Don't I get to go? You just did. Doing what? He got attacked. He did. <laughs> I got attacked, but I didn't get my, my turn in the round. Between, uh, kill touch again, you complained it was the fourth time you missed. No, that was last turn. That, that was two rounds ago. Last round, I healed. You actually should have gone right before me. Sorry, I skipped you by accident. Go ahead. All right. Um, magic doesn't seem to be working too well. Well, hit him with a warhammer. So 19 to hit. 19 hits. Crack that lobster. Yeah. We're having... All right, so that's three damage. Woohoo. Um, and I will use War Priest and hit him again with a bonus action. So that's 17 to hit. 17 hits. All right. And that's seven damage. Okay. So Barian's turn. I will use my last level three spell to cast Shatter again. Okay. So it needs to say a constitution saving throw of 15. And he missed. Okay. Five, one, one. Seven damage. Nope. Not doing well at all when they fail. Alright. No free. Uh dab a scorpion in the brain. That's not gonna work, I don't think. That's an eleven to hit. Missed. Yeah. Scorpion's turn. He's going after one of the wizards. Oh good. No, oh bad. Bad. Very bad. And hit one with the claw, missed with the claw. Did that and then he's going to try to sting him. And he hit with the stinger. So Wizard's going to make a con save. Made the con save, so he takes a, half the damage. Good. And it's Darius's turn. All right, do the same thing, Warhammer. Uh, 11 likely misses. And I will use War Priest again for a bonus action. Ah, 21. All right, that hits. 10 damage. Woo! Maximum. Got an 8. Alright. The wizard does healing word on his buddy. Alright. And it's Pesha's turn. Stabby stab. That's good. 23. That hits. 10 damage. Alright. How did you stabby stab? Uh, Right in the face. Right in the face. Alright. Now you see the two wizards, not all that healthy, but they are dealing with their own issues. And you have two dead giant scorpions on the bow of the boat. Uh, I assume the crew will come and clean it up, help deal with this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Crew do come out with 
saws and axes and chops them into bits to throw them overboard. The mages do take a short rest. <laughs> so does Barian. Yes, uh, we need to see Tiberian here. How's, um, I can make a medicine roll. All he needs is a lot of rest. Well, I didn't make a very good medicine roll anyway. So it's only 11. <laughs> well, you, you patch him up. Walk it, walk it off. You'll be fine. You walk it off. <laughs> so if you want to expend hit point or hit dies to heal. I will. Can. My D8s have been giving me the business today. And then after the four-hour hiatus, the wizards get up again and start moving the boat. Excellent. And you are shortly entering the oasis. So, like, I mean, surely this ship has a captain. Yeah. Is it one of the the wizards or... No, no, no. No, he's actually on the deck steering the boat. Okay. Ah, like, does he have anything to say to us? Do we get thanks? <laughs> do we get a discount? Do we get anything? Wow, do you like doing charity or what? Three-pounded <laughs> jerky? We're glad to help, but it's nice to have that help acknowledged. Yeah, we did kill all the giant scorpions. Yes. Us, and not the them. We killed none of the giant scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But our bard killed a giant scorpion. Sure did. I crushed that thing's skull. <laughs> As you guys pull into the oasis, you guys are told that they are going to be having a four-hour layover here. And then the captain does come and visit you. I'd like to thank you all for your assistance earlier. Uh, we didn't expect to see the scorpions. They weren't there yesterday. So they're in a, an, an unusual sight. They were. Uh, if I knew they were there, I would have been more prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're, your boys seem to uh, jump to them pretty quick, so. Oh, yeah. They, they are good, but I would have had more on hand. That way our guests didn't have to get involved. Um, with... Uh, my appreciation. Please hand this into the ticket master when we get to the other side of the desert. Okay. On this paper that he hands, whoever grabs it. I'll take it since I have the bag of holding. It reads a refund of 125 gold. Each? Oh. Half off. Making money. <laughs> we are going to be holding off for four hours. So if you want there is a small little tavern here in the oasis. Well, it's more of a tent. <laughs> uh, please relax and enjoy. So, All right. I assume like lots of people are getting off and yeah. stretching their legs. And this is it, one of the destinations you can travel. Splash <laughs> around in the water. An excursion. <laughs> is it a crown and anchor tent? No, it is not a crown and anchor tent. <laughs> they are missing an opportunity. They really are. I have to let them know when we get to Dagger Falls. Well, no, we need we need to scope out the franchise rights first, and then maybe we can sell it for a profit. Yes. Yeah, you know, we need to we need to find whoever owns this chunk of land and see how much it would cost to buy a plot, so that we could build a crown and anchor, and then sell it back to the franchise. It's desert. Like, how much is it going to cost? <laughs> Have to transport all the materials out here. Yeah. On that boat. With the cost of lumber these days, man, that's a fortune. You might as well make it out of gold. It's cheaper. All right. Well, I guess we'll get off and go to the Oasis and see what's what. And on that note, we'll end there. We are COJ Roleplaying. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, with me, I had Steve. Have a good evening, folks. Graham. Night all. Eric. I almost died again. And Mark. I killed a giant scorpion. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at cojroleplaying at gmail.com. If you want to get onto any of our social pages, you can go to linktree slash cojroleplaying. 
Uh, if you're an Apple iPod or an Apple Podcast user, uh, give us a comment, give us a scan, give us five stars, help us get up in our rankings, and we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>